Hello everyone, my name is Vernisa. Hey y'all, this is Jen. And this is our podcast, Speak, Speak Up. Up. What's up, Jen? Hey girl. How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, glad that we made it to episode 20 on the Good News Radio. Yay, we finally made it here. I feel like we've been talking about getting to episode 20 for the longest time. Yes, and way more to come. <laughs> for those who don't know, me and Jen are best friends and we create this podcast to use our voices to motivate people to overcome life challenges through self-love and respect. That's right, if you don't know by now, then you should know uh, self-love and respect are two core values we hold near and dear to our hearts yes most definitely so jen how was your week before we get started my week was pretty good um i've been focusing on my mental health this week especially because today is the start of bipoc mental health awareness month so we should always pay attention to our mental health but i feel like this week has been a bigger emphasis for me to do that how i love that that's a great reminder um my, my week's been really good i started a new chapter in my life so i'm trying to um, prioritize my mental health as well and just stay focused and just stay organized you know i feel that shoot yeah. we, we, we look we preaching this to our uh, listeners we got to be following it too right that's right <laughs> yeah so jim what is our title for tonight today our episode is called ain't no telepathy ain't no telepathy Mm-mm. we ain't mind readers over here that's for sure i know i ain't one i mean i could read yours a little bit but everybody else it made my cousin reread everybody else oh no i mean i don't know about reading minds though it's just knowing the person right but actually reading what's in that person's mind i think that's a whole other thing so yeah why did we decide to call it that today so it's a lot of y'all out there including us sometimes that we make excuses for not expressing ourselves so we're gonna talk about how that could be problematic to your mental health to relationships and you know we're gonna talk about how to work through it how to allow yourself to be able to express yourself if you're having trouble doing it you know this happens a lot especially with dating but it can happen with family it can happen with yourself sometimes you don't even express yourself to yourself so that's a big thing to touch upon tonight what you think best friend that is real especially the part sometimes you don't express yourself to yourself how many of y'all sit there and lie to yourself tell yourself oh i'm feeling no type of way i don't really care about this it doesn't bother me Mm -hmm, knowing dang well it does because i know i've been there yeah exactly i have been there and this is why we wanted to talk about this because i think we a lot of us can resort to this excuse of oh i don't know how to express myself i've never done this never done that but in reality like okay you may not know how to but in saying it that way you're also making an excuse to not even do it in the first place oh why is that so true and then when you're making up those excuses guess what you placing up walls and barriers within your relationships and with yourself and then when you are working on yourself you gonna have the most failed relations i'm gonna be honest yeah. with you like i can't tell you how many people couldn't express themselves to me or i wasn't expressing myself and it was just a hot mess and that's the thing too right like sometimes we don't express ourselves because we're trying to save face we're trying to not really let our guard down show this person that we're feeling them or that we're feeling a certain type of way if we are with them or anything but i think that's so overrated too like how are how do we expect to have these healthy relationships moving forward including with ourselves if we're not able to be real with ourselves and that starts by being able to to express those feelings because i'm sorry the longer you hang out with somebody or you find things that you like about them and you start liking them and then the longer you wait to actually express something to them where do you think that's going to lead you like you think y'all are going to magically end up together if nobody says anything no and that like said that's ridiculous both of y'all are like that true <laughs> i mean uh the aquarius like is out of dealt with Woo, hot mess <laughs> so i asked it's funny i posted this poll on my page and on speak up and then you know we tweeted it and everything um the question was have you ever dealt with the person who didn't know how to express themselves so i'm gonna start off hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah I've been that I was a, yes. <laughs> it's a hot mess and i'm gonna be honest the poll 100 percent say yes nobody said no she i was like i thought somebody was like no nah, i never <laughs> all my relations but no everybody was like yeah and the fact people had to admit that i thought like we all been through it somehow some way 
What does that tell us about our generation, though, or like our society, our relationships in general? If we've all dealt with somebody who didn't know how to express themselves, or we've been that person who didn't know how to express themselves, it shows that this is actually a bigger problem. It might be just as big as the pandemic in that we don't know how to express ourselves. Ooh, that's deep. <laughs> Shoot, ain't no jokes about the pandemic, but I'm just saying. No, it's you know, it's, it's it is a big it is a big deal, you know. And I think a part of any type of relationship is being able to express yourself, saying how you feel, no, communicating through anything, you know. We, we we gonna get deeper on the topics about that, but I think that's a good place to start. So first of all, we are too grown to not be saying how we feel. So I'm sorry, and if you're in the age group of me and Jen, we on our way to thirty. We on that path. Yeah, even if you're a little bit younger than us, like yeah. I'm sorry, as soon as you start having relationships with somebody, like romantic relationships especially, friendships too, and you don't know how to express yourself, like this is a problem. We need to actually be able to start talking about this from the very beginning. And okay, if you're younger, maybe you can get away a little bit more with saying that because you haven't lived long enough, no real experience yet, but at the same time, like if we just make those excuses from a very young age and never act- actually try and work towards it, then we get to this age and we start thinking it's okay to actually say oh yeah i just don't know how to express myself i've never worked on that and then guess what you're gonna go into your 30s and then your 40s plus and then still talk like that the rest of your life i'm sorry i do not want to be that type of person honestly it starts in the household you was brought yep. up in. we're gonna we, we'll get into that too but we i had to throw that in there but let's okay go speak it off of this generation you know people younger than us you know a lot of people younger than us spend more time on social media i feel like our generation is on social media but the people you know like my sisters and people younger they're really on social media and social media is really normalizing the norm of i can't express myself mm-hmm. you know how many times have y'all dealt with somebody a man okay talking about heterosexuality and man and woman you're the man go um oh i, I don't know how to say how i feel um i'm cold-hearted i'm closed <laughs> off those are all lines and people saying that they can't express themselves right and that's them normalizing i feel like social media is that big we had this whole i don't give a f attitude i don't don't care you know we're, we're so quick to act like we don't care and i think that's the problem i think that's where it starts because we're trying to start to look cool act like we ain't got no feelings and we're really hurting on the inside yeah. you know um there's times i've even had like discussions with like my little sisters and stuff and i'm like why y'all act like that like you know like of them being like trying to be cold mm-hmm. and i'm like dang like if i look at social media look at the music they're listening to that's so normal to them yeah. i can't even blame them because that's what they're around they're scared to even be their real self and just show you know yeah that they could love yeah i think not even going as deep as that although that is a real problem but Mm -hmm. i think even on the surface level people don't know how to have conversations anymore face to face and i know being on social media or just being on our phones all the time in front of an electronic device in general just isn't helping because obviously online you're able to show a certain version of yourself you're able Mm -hmm. to show what you want and say what you want without any real consequences to it so when it comes to real life you can't hide away from body gestures even body language um tone you know all of that so when it's time to actually start facing somebody in real life we get scared it's like oh shoot i don't know what to say it's like we go into we go into this shock so if it's hard enough for us to have even these simple conversations i don't know how we expect to have even these harder conversations of how our feelings are involved and anything like that i think that's why the ghosting culture is so big we just ghost when things get real when things get too tough to talk about we gotta have them big conversations that's how you have a good relationship and i think going off still staying on social media that whole baddie thing like i don't care i'm gonna just get this i'm gonna do that and it's like y'all of y'all be hurt saying that i'm gonna be honest hurt on it i could see it you know y'all think that's cool like I don't. I've been in that phase where I thought I don't care. I'm hurting the whole time. You know, I'm already Aquarius. We already don't show. Like, trust me, it's hard for you to even see that about me because when I crack, I crack. But 
you know and it, it's not healthy and i think um this is something that definitely needs to be talked about and i think too going off let's talk about things that are normalized it's normalized for men to not be able to express themselves obviously right. us as women we're seen as more nurturing more emotional blah 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 you know more complex we do we do dig deep into that but i think since men are seen in that light that they don't have you know they don't have to be that way that, that's another excuse they can use well i'm a man that's i ain't gotta get like that and it's like honestly i was talking to you know somebody and i was you know a guy and i was telling him like it's okay for you to tap into your feminine side and tap into that nurturing side how you gonna express yourself we can't be macho all the time right why did we start telling men that they can express themselves and i'm not saying i expect anybody to just sit here and talk about feelings all day absolutely not even we don't do that all day but when there's something actually really serious or really intense coming along then i think it should be addressed regardless of uh, a gender that you identify or don't identify with. Um, but that really creates a problem because we act like men don't have feelings in that case. We start acting like, oh, yeah, why do I expect him to cry? Or if he is crying, like, what the, f- you know, what is wrong with him and stuff? When in reality, there's nothing wrong with him. Like, men experience emotions just as much as, or just like we do, maybe not as much, but. It's never been normalized for a man to actually talk about them. And again, I know men express themselves differently and they should, right? But I think also there should be that comfort for a man Mm -hmm. to be able to come in and talk to a woman or talk to his partner about the way that he's feeling. Have that safety for a man. Mm -hmm. I like that you said your safety because in our episode, men, we and Jen talked about that. Like, even as women, we got to create a safe space for a man to want to be able to open up. And I think that's a big deal. uh, Vice versa, like both ways, you know, um, people have to feel safe, you know, Mm -hmm. whoever they're talking to. And I think communication should be number one. And I think, too, it's healthy. Like, honestly, you know, I'm not a man, but I think if I had to suggest something to to it, I would I think men need to have you know like more men need to lead and teach that to men too and it's not about you it doesn't mean you're weak because you're expressing that but that's honestly how you're gonna get a lot of that anger out transmuting that because if they're just taught they just got to be angry all the time where's that gonna go you know and then how they how will you have a healthy relationship if only you show all you show is anger when you feel in some way about anything exactly Ooh, that's very true and that's why we're saying this obviously as a woman's perspective (laughs) but i think more men do need to make a safe or space for other men i think this is the only way that's going to happen it's like when we're tackling uh, issues that only deal with women we Mm -hmm. as women have to be the ones to stand up for this and say something so same thing with men if y'all want to start this and you know talk about each other's feelings i think that's healthy or at least appreciate each other i think that would be number one to start with like i think it's so funny how men appreciating each other is not normalized like even giving each other the small little compliments i'm not saying you got to say everything about a man or whatever you know if you're not comfortable with it but if you see something or you appreciate your bro your homie whatever i think that's okay to say and that's Mm -hmm. a good start because then y'all are more likely to actually move forward with your problems rather than dig it deep deep down and then never actually bring it up again and then one day you just implode or you just never say anything and you go through life through this like the numb phase i've seen a lot of men who are just numb and they don't care to feel for nobody else or they don't want to care for nobody else that's deep that's not healthy Right. It's not. And some somebody in the IG chat said the more we feel a man, the more we feel comfortable it, it's easier for us to communicate. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's coming from a man. So okay. I, I hope y'all hear that out there. I agree with it. So I, where do we start? Yeah, where do we start? Go ahead and drop that in the comments. Even on um the good oh yeah, hop on our chat on the good news. Download the app and t- and, and engage with us in the live chat room. Mm-hmm. And then I think with women too, like, you know, well, I don't know. I feel like we. I feel like women do express themselves, but I think too we gotta. Okay, I'll say the experience I've had like with homegirls that like have been it to me. I think 
we got to work. We don't need to, like, beg no one to express themselves. I think that's something like, you know, when someone is being like that, okay, we got to just see it for what it is, you know? I agree, yeah, because also, like, so I've met women who don't know how to express themselves. And like I said, I've been that type of woman, too. Like, I just, I'm not very affectionate, so feelings don't necessarily come naturally to me like that. But it's something I've been working on. But I do think also that, we have to find better ways of expressing ourselves because just because we're saying words or thinking that we're talking, it doesn't mean we're doing anything. Woo. They can actually just be a bunch of word vomit garbage. So in that aspect too, we also, I don't know how to say this. Like we need to find ways to let a man be comfortable, right? Again, talking about heterosexual women and heterosexual relationships, um, letting them know that, you know, I understand you express yourself differently, but I'm sorry, I've seen men and I've been with men who know how to express themselves. They've written me letters. They've had deep heart to heart conversations with me. They've sung to me. They have written poems for me, like all kinds of stuff. And I'm not, and that shows me that it's not impossible. Y'all are able to express yourselves. So us as women, we need to stop making excuses for these men too, and hold them accountable to that and vice versa. If a man y'all have ever dealt with a woman who doesn't know how to express themselves, hold her accountable to that thing too. You, you don't know. She might not even be aware that she's not expressing herself properly. Cause it might be something deep rooted. Um, he replied saying we start by releasing judgment and showing each other that we are on a team looking for fault wow that's deep thank you for your feedback we appreciate it I have a question though for the chat and for you bestie and for myself do you catch yourself running from situations yes <laughs> oh definitely elaborate a little bit yes um i mean when it comes to romantic relationships for sure i'm not of again i'm not a very affectionate person i don't know how many times i've said that but now <laughs> i should have a shirt that says i'm not very affectionate a lot of quotes <laughs> for you for your shirt uh. yeah but that's not even me making excuses for myself that's something that i've become very self-aware of and something that even though i'm very comfortable with words sometimes just to avoid the confrontation or just to be like oh no it's cool i don't really want to get my feelings hurt or if i am feeling something but I'm afraid they're not feeling me I kind of just wait till they say something if they say something and that's kind of put me in some sticky situations because then I realized like dang well I didn't get my say or Mm -hmm. I didn't actually do what I wanted to do in that relationship with that person so in short yes but in long it's also been my fault Mm. for sure thank you for uh, for your feedback on that I would say it's happened to me I feel like I'm one of the people that like will try to keep the peace that sometimes I don't express myself because I'm like oh is this gonna cause this is gonna cause and I'm learning to like I'm learning to like regard that you know like to still to, i'm learning to put how i feel first now to you know and be able to express it because you know we have a right to how we feel and our how we feel is valid yeah. so i think that would be my, my response to that personally um someone said honestly i think every woman is capable of affection yeah i feel like everyone is yeah i'm not saying we're not and if that's that's like a reference to me and specifically i'm not saying i'm not capable of it i'm just saying i'm not very comfortable with it and of course that comes from like a childhood thing that's something i've been working on again being the girl protecting herself at all times in life um but i'm not saying i'm not capable of it i mean i love hugs i love holding hands i love kissing like i you know it is something i do want to do it just doesn't come from me first like i never make the first move in a relationship Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. I don't think that's a bad thing. Someone said, if I leave, it's because I don't see that the relationship is worth working on to grow. Understandable. I agree. I like that. You know your worth. Um, 
Okay, so yeah, let's talk about the running from situation. So in the particular case of this episode we're talking about is like obviously when someone isn't expressing themselves, so they run off and kinda ghost or like just leave like dead ends in a relationship. So honestly this can lead to a toxic relationship. You know, it could lead to it because if people aren't communicating how they feel or expressing themselves, there's a lot of suppressed emotions in that. Yeah. And that's where those big blow ups come from, you know, and um I don't know, it gets messy from there. Mm-hmm. Or I'll say this too. If you're dealing with a toxic person, you're not expressing how you feel to them. Like, obviously, like your boundaries, what's wrong with the situation. That, that That's where that control factor comes from, where they have, you know, extra control over you. And they, they're able to, like, walk all up on you because you're not expressing how you feel. And that's the thing. I think we need to define toxic relationships mm-hmm. because we always think that it's this big blow up, that it's the mm-hmm. other person's fault, that we're the victims to that toxic relationship. I've always said this. It takes two to make a relationship. So it also takes two to make a relationship toxic, whether that's us kind of putting up with the BS, just hoping that they'll change or obviously engaging back with the BS. All of that is us also creating that toxicity. And we're toxic in that aspect, too. You can be a stone wall and be toxic when you're not saying anything you're choosing to run away from the situation you're numbing things oh. you're just avoiding the everything that is toxic too toxic doesn't have to be this scary big monster who's always toxic talking toxic can be the other person too not saying anything and just kind of taking that bullshit oh that, that, that for showing good for your mental health or inner peace right there mm. um so what are some red flags that show that you're dealing with a person who can't express themselves so i already said a couple of them little punchlines. I'm cold hard. I'm distant. I don't know how it's happening. How I feel, you know. I've been hurt a lot. I've been so hurt. I've been I keep everybody at a distance. I got this wall up. <laughs> Why do we do that? Voice? I know. <laughs> I know. And I sound like a man actually right now. Um. Oh, he said when I say that, I mean in a good way. The way you say, I actually, I actually respectful standards. Like, oh, so you say like you're worthy of it. Mm-hmm. Women are worthy. Okay. Thank you for the clarification. But yeah, so those are some of the punchlines. You know, I'm pretty sure some of y'all heard them those little sayings before you know what and this you know what i'm gonna say this real quick you know the whole i've been hurt in the past we gotta learn to let that issue go if you saying that you still hurt from it and you shouldn't even be dating why are we still sitting here trying to date then if that's the thing because that's what guess what it's gonna keep coming up and then you're gonna use that excuse to hurt the new person this is a problem that we are so quick to just want to jump into things that we think it's okay for us to just start dating the other person. Oh, the other person's going to make me forget about so-and-so. Yeah. They're not like my ex and blah, blah, blah. But when you're not really dealing with what led you to stop talking to the previous person in the first place, you're bringing all those demons with you. Trust me, I've been on the receiving end and I've been the giving end of this. And it's a real problem regardless. And I think one of the biggest red flags that show you're dealing with a person who can't express themselves is if you are confused we need to stop being confused if you are getting mixed signals that is your answer if you're not getting an answer that is your answer and this is a problem that we think here again with the telepathy we think we can read that person's mind oh well their their actions are showing me otherwise um you know they call me every now and then i still get to talk to them um see them every now and then but you're still confused on what this person wants on how they actually feel about you feelings are meant to be expressed i'm not saying words are everything but words are a good start to everything else that follows and if we're not paying attention to that if we're just thinking oh eventually he'll say something well how long is eventually going to be to you like i said i've been there i've wasted about six months of my life waiting for a guy to actually fully tell me how he felt about myself when the whole time i should have been paying attention to what he was not saying he felt about me oh that's deep and going off what you said like dealing with somebody just to get over somebody you know my cousin caught them time fillers 
And it's funny because I never heard that term before. There was a time like I was numbing a situation. So, you know, I was, you know, dating, you know, trying to talk to different people to forget, you know, the pain that I had. And that didn't work. And honestly, when I was sitting back and reflecting, like, what is my purpose of talking to this person? Right. My cousin was like, he a time filler for you, huh? And it stuck to me because I'm like, I have to, it made me like reevaluate situations in my life. Are these people time fillers? What is it? Because it's like. Or is it going to go somewhere? Mm-hmm. You know, what do you expect? And, and I'm a real numbing can only work for so long because with that particular situation, I was trying to numb. It eventually did hit me yes. and it was a hot mess. Like when it did hit me in the way I felt. And um, I'm just saying it's from experience. You know, me and Jen like to talk from our experience. You know, we're not on this platform to be like, oh, don't do this. Don't do that. We're <laughs> talking from our pain, you know, and I and we're trying to be, you know, we're trying to be as authentic as possible with this platform, you know, and very vulnerable and open with you guys about it. Exactly. I'm going to put our pre-recorded episodes into a shameless plug right now. If y'all haven't heard even our very beginning episodes oh before, like we have this whole podcast is built off of pain and the experiences we've been through, the things that we wouldn't want anybody else to go through. Or if you are going through something similar, making sure that you know you're not alone, that this is part of the journey as well. Right. You can't get to the light unless you face the darkness. So it's the same thing here with us in this aspect. And yeah, that numbing thing is real. Like. Even if the other person never fully sees you blow up because you've been numbing these expressions, let's say like, like, for example, um, Vernice and I, like I've numbed things so much to the point where when it eventually did come out, I've expressed it to her, but I never expressed it to the person I was dealing with. Ooh. But then I started questioning my experience with that other person. I was like, well, he's probably doing the same thing or he probably is hung up on his ex, blah, blah, the whole time. I'm just projecting my own things and letting my pride and ego get in the way and just thinking that I know what they're thinking just because I'm feeling a certain way and I haven't said it to them. So I'm thinking they're doing the same thing. Oh, and just a back and forth mechanism. Yeah. Guess what? Are you doing when you using your pride and your ego and you numbing? Are you doing is hurting yourself even more in the long run? Because guess what? I had to get over that pain I was numbing yes. plus the new pain I just added up, yes. right? And then trying to numb that and get through that—it's just a hot mess. And that's why I, been, I took this time to myself just to breathe and get my mind right and clear that energy, you know? Yeah, because pride and ego ain't in either. Mm-hmm. Pride and ego isn't the way. And that's a, that's another red flag that you're dealing with a person who is um, who can't express himself when they tap more into their pride and their ego. Trust me, pride and ego—it's good to have it to a certain extent we did an episode on that by the way but when you, it's taken over that's you it's gonna stop you from expressing yourself and there we go more unhealthy relationships in your life and to me pride and ego just shows me that you're insecure that you got bigger issues going on inside that okay you're trying to save face but eventually they're gonna come out and they're gonna reflect in the way you treat other people the way you talk to them different things like that your habits so we need to start paying more attention to how often we're using our pride and ego in where and to whom because that is going to be a big indicator of what we need to start working on in our relationships and for the people there who have been told so let's say somebody finally expressed their feelings and told you i'm not feeling this or i don't want to be with you no more i don't think this is going anywhere listen to them do not waste your time on somebody who told you they don't want you don't let somebody disrespect you twice I'm going to say it again. Do not let somebody disrespect you twice. Because, again, I have been in those situations also where a man's not telling me how he feels. But then also I've let him disrespect me. I've let him call me names. I've let him treat me a certain way. And I'm still there just hoping that he'll change, that he'll see my value. A person knows what they want right away. And if they don't, that's somebody you shouldn't be wasting your time with anyway. Yeah, it'll definitely reflect in their actions. You know, shout out to my cousin Christy who on here. She told me, don't ever think you could change a man. Mm-hmm. And that, that 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 stuck to me too. Cause it's like you could be the most good looking girl, got a degree, this and that smart. But in the day, a person gonna treat you 
they gonna treat you how first of all how they treat themselves, how they feel about you exactly. and honestly whatever they're looking for at that time so yeah you could be this great wife material woman whoever you are but if they're looking literally just for that or that's how they see or that's the category they're putting you in that's what it's gonna be yeah. you know so I, I, that's another thing too and i feel like you save time when you really meet people where they at like okay this is what it is cool no hard feelings we're gonna keep it pushing and we can't get mad when they do tell us and then when too. they do really tell us accept that you know um and they and then too no answer is the answer so if you are trying to figure it out like what, what's going on through somebody and they ain't saying nothing that that right there jen always said use that line on me yes. it's the fact it's the truth yes you will never be confused in a relationship or in a situationship with a person who is actually telling you what they feel if they're not telling you that's your answer i'm sorry like i said don't let somebody disrespect you twice like this is a part of that disrespect we gotta love ourselves more than to just settle for crumbs and just some weekends some late night creeps whatever like we need to be better than that if you're looking for more obviously if you are yeah. in that phase where casual hookup doesn't phase you and that's, that's what cool. you're looking for that's fine mm-hmm. right but if you're not if you know that you uh want to be in a serious relationship a monogamous committed relationship then don't put yourself in situations that are not going to get you there i like that oh someone in the comments said you guys need a book oh thank you coming soon in the works yeah it was com- <laughs> coming soon we're gonna do something for y'all shoot <laughs> and they y'all actions speak louder than words you know like let's just take that thing i mean that's just what it is you know i had to learn it. i mean i know it's simple but it's one of those things you gotta get hit in the head a couple times mm-hmm. to really like understand um and i want to say too when you're not expressing yourself if you're the person doing it or the other person is that's how hidden secrets and grudges are held so hidden yes. secrets you got something you want to tell them and you just you ain't gonna do it and those grudges are when let's say let's say this person does something that gets on your nerves right you never you never express it you gonna hold that grudge or you're gonna be madder every time they do it and they don't even they're not even aware of it how could they fix what they don't know absolutely this is why the communication goes both ways and people trying to express themselves communication is a two-way street Mm -hmm. relationships are a two-way street it may not always be equal and we gotta meet the other person a little bit further than they gotta meet us because let's be real right we all come with our traumas we all come with something with our flaws and maybe we're not used to expressing ourselves but if you see that person is genuinely trying and they're actually starting to change for the better then maybe you should meet them a little bit more also and realize that this person might actually be worth the try and worth the stay that's so true yeah because nobody's perfect but today we all growing together and i think that's the beautiful thing where like someone can be open and vulnerable about what they're going through Mm -hmm. and y'all can work through it and figure it out you know or at least meet halfway something you know i want to say this too you know not being able to express yourself that could follow you into parenting you know like me and Jen aren't parents but you know we've I've seen it through like people that I know or I mean or to be honest like you know like I have younger siblings and I'm basically like you know I'm basically like their parent in that aspect and so I know how I've seen it happen to me you know in that way and when that follows I feel like that's how that cycle is created where the children then they don't know how to express themselves and it's just a repeated cycle I've been saying this a lot too that we're very selfish when we have kids and we're not working on our own traumas or we haven't done that before having them because nothing's going to change about those traumas and those insecurities in being a parent if anything they're just going to amplify because then we're taking it out on our kids or we're thinking that our kids are going to fix us and it's up to them to be better and do better but kids also follow what they see at home and i say this from having a dad who was physically present for a few years but emotionally and mentally definitely was not present so i had him there in the household for till i was like four years old but i never remember having conversations with him having jokes with him um actually having a good sit down heart to 
to heart with him. Well, what, what heart to heart can you have at four years old? But you know, that's my point. Like, I don't remember any of these things. And even now that I'm older, when I do talk to him very briefly, it's nothing that I realize he's expressing himself. It's just more on the surface and everything. And it sucks because I'm not expecting our parents to be perfect. Absolutely not. And there's no, no such thing as a perfect parent. But I think parents need to learn to express themselves more emotionally so that they can teach those same values to their kids and those kids grow up also being better parents if they choose to be parents or just better human beings in this world just realizing what it is like to actually have decent healthy conversation with somebody yes it's nothing like their prime example because if they don't have it that's how you grow up being emotionally scarred and it's just it's just a mess you know it's a mess of that and then i feel like all that comes out in their relationships oh someone in the comments said i feel you i grew up with just my dad mom left when i was five mm. So, you know, thank you, too, for being open with us in, in, in the in the chat. We in, yeah. really appreciate it. You know, I mean, family and expressing yourself, that's a whole big thing. Because it ain't even just parents. It can go with your siblings, aunt, that auntie, that grandma, whatever. Like, you know, um, it's crazy. Growing up, too, You, I'm really seeing, like, a lot of things that people, like, some of my elders are working through. Or they didn't, because, you know, think about it. Like, mental health's a big thing in our in our yeah. time. But, like, they didn't have certain, some of the stuff they had to deal with, they just had to deal with it. It was like, oh. You know, and I see why there's so a lot of like my grandparents are so tough, like so just or no, don't do that. Did it? You know, they're very just like serious, or they, you know, like their their patience is thinner with certain things, and I understand that now because I'm like, wow, you know, so it, it's it's all a reflection of their upbringing. In that aspect, yeah, of course, we're very blessed to be able to talk about our mental health openly and realize mm-hmm. that mental health is a real thing. And I realize that our parents didn't have that, so I've even in my household made mental health a regular topic even at the dinner table over watching tv because i can't watch a program without analyzing it of course um and thinking about mental health um shout out to the first of july by the way it is bipoc mental health awareness month so y'all make sure to take care of your mental health every day but definitely pay attention to it uh this july especially if you are a person of color um i had to shout that out but yeah like we need to really start making this a regular thing in our households one thing i respect about my mom is that she's very open with me in wanting to learn more about mental health like she really listens to me when i try to sit down and talk to her about like why i'm feeling a certain way or why i grew up with certain mentalities and why i made certain decisions that i made and it was all based on my mental health you know issues at that time or even what i'm working on currently and it's something that she's very open about and now she's also started to see it in herself and i feel like if we're not having those conversations even internally within our households and our families it's not going to happen on a broader aspect so i'm glad that i'm able to do that so that way whoever she has a conversation with she can possibly bring it to them and then it just creates this whole domino effect but if we don't start with our households it's never going to get done that's amazing that you brought that up i'm so glad because i feel like that's what's been helping me heal my childhood wounds is you know what like reflecting back on things and i'm like okay you know really trying to understand people and what they went through and seeing how you know we can come together and speak you know like you know i I mentioned on a previous episode you know the rock the rock relationship with my mother but lately i've been trying to take time to reevaluate and figure out what are other alternatives what are healthy ways i could approach the situation to where we're at least on decent terms even if we can't fully get along how can we work sorry how can we fully you know how can we work through it to where it's at least stable and and, and it can progress you know and um you know I really admire the relationship that Jen has with her mom too by the way like I've learned so much you know watching her and her mom you know and it's helped me like want to apply it to the relationship with me and my mom as well and it takes time though right Mm -hmm. like I didn't have this relationship with my mom when I was younger Mm -hmm. um and sometimes you kind of have to be the adult in that aspect right because we're Mm -hmm. the ones trying to break that cycle trying to bring that awareness into the household so I realized I had to step out of 
the role of being a child and step into the role of being a teacher for my mom and of course that's when she started letting me um talk to her like this because obviously when i was younger when i was in my teens i felt like it was very hard for me to talk to my mom um about a lot of things that i was going through obviously i had my teen angst as well so i was an angry kid and that didn't make situations easy but as i started maturing more um and being able to talk to my mom like a friend more often than not is when i realized my relationship with her changed and that's what we're trying to say too right it takes time to actually learn how to express yourself and that came through me having those difficult beginning conversations with my mom of just asking her to please hear me out like I'm really struggling right now and I need somebody to listen to me and the one thing about my mom she's judgment free like my mom I, I love this woman to death um, so she was willing to sit down with me I know that's not easy for every parent I know not everyone has the same relationships with their parents but whomever you have in your life whether it's a guardian a sibling a father um, who you can actually express yourself to see if you can have that initial hard conversation with them and see how the things actually change and might actually go for the better in that aspect oh that was well said i wish i could clap my hands on him look for a button and clapped hands but um <laughs> oh yeah uh, someone said some hearts yeah that was that was, that was well said jen thank you for for opening up about that you know honestly too like we just got to realize our parents have childhood wounds mm-hmm. like that's really what it what it stems down to and it's like you know like us it's like us being the teacher really speaking through and helping them get through and then jim brought this up earlier you know are you really expressing yourself effectively or just word vomiting so it's like really about being particular about that word choice word choice is a word choice and tone i think you know we have a let's be real you know we're in this get it now you know i'm gonna say what i gotta say you know type of thing but i really think we need to think before we speak and really think about who we're speaking to because yeah some people you can kind of just say things you know they understand you but some people it's more they're more sensitive to certain things or you don't know how they're going to take certain things you know so that's going with our family you know uh um instead of like us approaching them with anger trying to yell and stuff what is a good word choice what is a good effective way for them to understand where you're coming from but then you're still being stern enough to where your point is getting across exactly i think we we think that just because we're throwing words out there um that we're actually doing something right that the person who yells the loudest in the room is actually the one who knows how to express themselves that is some bs right there i'm sorry you can be the calmest person in the room and still be the most effective at communicating but that's the thing right we think that the more words a person says that they're actually doing something sometimes words are just words we're just adding stuff in there i could sit here in front of the mic for three four five hours and not saying anything and really think i'm saying something and oh this is me expressing myself but it's not so we need to like renisa was saying pick our words wisely pick our tone wisely too and then just realize sometimes less really is more i know y'all have heard that out there maybe for a lot of different things but it really comes down to that when you are trying to express yourself and try to keep it to really how you're feeling don't try to um blame the other person or try to see how you can make them feel bad or anything just focus all on you how you are really feeling yes sometimes we're affected by others actions and that's valid too but really come from a place of what your heart is trying to tell you what you're hurt at what you're angry at that's so true it kind of reminds me of of high school or college when you had to write a paper and it was like a certain amount of words right so you had to be very particular about how many words what did you say and make sure it was strong enough right same with podcasting i mean with podcasting y'all know all the podcasters out there every sentence (laughs) matters every second right so um it's the same thing with like expressing yourself you know um there's no like obviously no perfect way to express yourself but it's just really about really thinking about thinking before you speak you know because that's how arguments arise when you just blurting out anything of course you want to say that insult whatever but it's 
like it doesn't get you anywhere and then like you said y'all just yelling and then what like you know nothing is solved you know and there are different ways to express how you feel it doesn't have to be a conversation if you need to write a letter if you need to send a long paragraph like you know y'all it's someone that you text you need to text it out you need to write a poem whatever um there's different ways to express yourself it doesn't just have to be but some people are more affectionate about it whatever not you know what i mean loving way that's what i'm saying <laughs> what you trying to <laughs> say <laughs> just kidding <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my god. No, goodness. but that's real, right? We can't expect everybody to be a poet or to write stories and really this is how I feel in a hundred fifty page <laughs> essay and stuff. Of course not. And I'm saying this as someone who even though they are a podcaster, I pick my words wisely. I don't talk I don't like talking just to talk. Like I'm not that type of person. I'm just I will say what I have to say and that's it. Right. So definitely find figure out your ways of expressing yourself. And maybe sometimes it's good for us to set boundaries after we express ourselves maybe we need to cool off maybe we just need to take a chill puff well that's the same thing maybe we just need to isolate ourselves for a moment because let's be real expressing ourselves is hard regardless of who it is it can be your mom your best friend your you know co-worker whomever like expressing yourself is not easy because you're peeling off a layer of yourself part of that ego and that pride is coming away so it's okay to recharge after that i find myself doing that a lot after i say what i feel even with my mom when i'm sitting and having those heart to hearts with her because it's not easy i'm realizing like dang i'm really pouring my heart out to this person right now and i'm hoping they're not judging me and let me just kind of retract and find myself in that aspect too that's true and then going off what you said about the boundaries thing like you know, yeah, when you're expressing yourself, let's say that someone did do something wrong, that's the appropriate time to set the boundaries. Because you can say, this is how you made me feel, feel, this is what it is. Going forward, this is how I want to enhance the um, relationship by setting these parameters. You know, and I think... It, you know the person will understand why I won't be so like well why are you acting like this you know it's like it's clear and concrete you know what I mean and I saw a post I'm, I said in a previous episode but it said you know someone setting boundaries and actually trying to save the relationship not push you out their life you know so I think we need to very change our viewpoint of how we see boundaries and honestly when we make any excuses about expressing ourselves clearly we do not want it to work say because, that again <laughs> right they, we clearly don't want it to work because it's like if you really care about somebody you're gonna keep them in your life you're gonna do what you're gonna do what it takes you're gonna you're gonna meet them halfway or you know try to fix it but if you just make oh you don't care yeah exactly and we always like to flip the script on here right how would you feel if someone told you they couldn't express themselves like this is a really tough question that we got to ask ourselves but i think in asking this we become more self-aware about what we're doing or what we're not doing and when we start to do this we realize all right like this is the kind of person i want to be and this is the kind of person i want to be interacting with <laughs> y'all should see she's over there uh promoting the evian water <laughs> over there they don't want to know what they don't want to know what i call it but go ahead <laughs> we're gonna say yeah. it on here is that gp water no. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all can figure out what that means let ah, us know shut up, go <laughs> but yeah if we recommend avion water over no, here, so. <laughs> is it avion or avion? oh no before the people that say water tastes the same it don't no it does so. not uh, don't even get me started girl i had a whole debate with somebody at work about how water tastes different like i'm sorry arrowhead to me no. tastes disgusting that is the nastiest water and avion is probably one of the best waters that i've tasted but anyway that's a whole other thing that i got into um Y'all, we need to drink water, y'all. Drink it's water. Hot, you know, we, y'all been listening to this episode for thirty nine minutes. You better have drank some water since you've been on here. At least taken two sips by now. Rod, if your ass listening, <laughs> go ahead. But ain't no shade. No oh, shade. I love you. Phenomenal <laughs> one said all about that Fiji water. And okay, yes, yeah, that's a good one too. Like <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right, all right. So you know, you know your water. Yes, absolutely. I, agree. I didn't mean to cut you off. Though. Go ahead. You're good. Um, but yeah, just like we wouldn't make excuses for others, we shouldn't make excuses <laughs> for ourselves, right? It's very real. It's easy to be like, oh no, it's good. I'm good. I don't feel this. Blah blah blah. You are straight up lying to yourself. And mm-hmm. if you can't be real with yourself, how do you expect to be real with others? It is what it is. And this is a question even I have to ask myself on the daily because I'm like, dang, am I actually expressing myself the way that I want to? Am I actually being effective in my conversations versus just saying something just to save face? And it's not an easy question to ask, much less to answer. So I'm throwing that out out there for y'all. How would you actually um, feel if somebody was telling you they can't express themselves and just using that as an excuse? That's true. And like like you just said, do it with you need to do it with yourself. I'll be honest. I think a lot of reason. Okay, for me personally, some of the times I didn't express myself to myself was because. I was afraid of crying because mm-hmm. I felt weak because I was crying. But I'm like, yeah. no, I'm learning to change my relationship with crying and giving myself that morning time whenever, you know, um, I'm feeling some type of way. You know, we owe that to ourselves. That's how to affect. How do you expect to heal or get past it if you ain't facing it? Right. Mm-hmm. And that's why it creeps up later, you know, and lately when I've allowed myself to cry or feel that in that or be real, Vernisa, you ain't over it. You still yeah. do you still feel top or speaking to Jen about it, whatever, you know, or whoever, you know. Um, I've been able to get get past situations, you know, and um, and then I'm I'm learning to be it's helping me be more commutative in my relationships or in, any type of relationship about how I feel and and how to move on um, going forward, you know. Definitely, um, I've been looking at crying a whole different way, Lord, lately because that's a choice to actually start facing and letting those emotions come out, whether they are from anger or sadness or confusion, because sometimes I sure as hell cry when I'm confused about something. (laughs) But I think that's coming from that frustration too. But I think that's the bravest thing you can do because you're choosing to release it from your soul. Your soul is healing in that way. And I don't know about y'all, but I feel so good after I finish crying because I'm like, I needed that. I needed to let that out Mm -hmm. because I treat this as like, so I was once told that anger is like poison, right? And then when we're choosing to keep that anger inside, um, we're choosing to keep that poison inside. And what does poison do? Poison only affects the container it is in. Yes. So if we're containing that anger, it's only affecting us. So it's the same thing with any type of other emotion that you're choosing to let leave inside rather than let out. Um, even happiness, it can be a bad thing if you're not letting it out because you kind of want to you know be bubbly and happy and just have somebody else enjoy it with you so y'all don't be afraid to cry it's actually very brave to decide to release that from your soul that's so true and like how do you expect to have a healthy relationship if you cannot say how you feel right and let's talk about too expressing yourself with friendships shoot that's important too you know um you, I feel like you spend a lot of time with your friends. Like, yeah. you know, fr- friendships are underrated. I'm sorry. Yes. Th- that's a relationship as well, too. And those need to be. We did an episode on friendships, too. But, you know, express yourself in your friends, friend in your friendships. Because you guess what? You'll always end up, like, avoiding solutions to problems that rise if you don't say anything. Because, you know, with your friends, you're around them all the time. So, there might be little things that get on your nerves whatever da, 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 you know but talk about it you know yeah it's the same exact thing with friendships i mean i know y'all have heard Vernisa say this that y'all got to treat your uh, friendships just like you would treat your romantic relationships mm-hmm. and that comes with the communication and expressing yourself because your friends can't read your mind either so if we're not saying anything then it's not helping anybody um before we continue i just want to point out something that phenomenal once said he said i'm a very open book person but i had one moment where i was bad expressing myself it was when my fiance passed away I just shut down and didn't want to talk to anyone. So I understand that there are situations that make us feel that way, right? That are very hard to express themselves with. And first of all, phenomenal one, thank you for uh, sharing that. I know that probably wasn't easy. Um, And 
you know, we appreciate you for mentioning that. But I I think the fact that you're able to talk about it now shows how far you've come. It shows part of that growth. And that's what we're trying to say, too, that when you're making excuses for not expressing yourself, it's actually stunning your growth and you end up not going for what you want in life. Okay. So it seems like even though it was a very hard um, moment in your life and it's not something that you can necessarily just get over or you might never actually fully get over it. It's the fact that you're able to talk about it now and that um it no longer stops your entire life i think is what we should start focusing on because yeah i've had moments in my life where i feel like it still hurts me to talk about them to this day but the fact that i'm able to sit here and actively tell my story like this it shows how much i'm really trying to grow and that's honestly the best that we can do for each other yeah and thank you again phenomenal one we appreciate it and i want to i want to add on that me, me and Jen aren't saying that like yeah automatically you got to express yourself as soon as something's happened like Jen mentioned earlier recharging you know and taking that time to recharge to get your mind right you know so it can happen you know so it can eventually happen it might not ever happen it's so it can happen but we were talking about dating too in that aspect of like how people jump into things knowing that there's still something that they're carrying you know but it's like when we take that time for ourselves to recharge and stuff you know we could be able to you know date in a healthy matter but thank you for for, for um opening up to us it means a lot and going off, you know, back on the topic with it, with it, um, you know, in a day too, not, not expressing yourself in other areas in life will stunt your growth. So when we talk about that, we talk about reevaluating your life. Like, where are you at in life? You have to express yourself about what you want. You know, um, I try to make it a habit to do my goal setting every month, you know, and, and stay on it. Because if I'm not expressing myself to myself about what I want out of life, what direction am I going to go exactly. in? Exactly. You're always going to be lost if you're actually not even paying attention. And like I've said before, the relationship with your is the longest one and the most important one you're going to have because it's going to reflect every other relationship you have so if you don't have any sense of direction with your own self how are you do how do you expect to lead in someone else's life or be that example if you want to be that example right if we're a parent you know even a, an older sibling different things like that um, but just even to yourself like prove it to yourself that you can do it and when you're constantly checking in with yourself and expressing how you feel to yourself then you're able to actually even check in with your goals do they still matter to you is it still something that you want is it still something that's going to make you happy in the long run and i feel like a lot of us don't ask ourselves this question that we have this big five-year plan and even though we revisit it often we don't revisit it often enough uh -huh. because even that five-year plan can start being broken down into different aspects um maybe it doesn't have to be so super specific or maybe i'm sorry things happen in life we need to budge a little bit um even the person who ends up being the person of our life may not fit every single thing on your criteria list and what you're not going to let them into your life and give them a chance just because they meet 99 out of 100 uh, things in your in your list like these are obviously that's a silly example but it still comes down to even the nitty-gritty things like that mm -hmm. because i feel like sometimes we're so focused on what we want and if it's not this then i don't want it and blah blah Damn. for certain things yes but for other things especially when it comes to our goals it might be sitting right in front of us but because we have this whole other plan in mind we're not paying attention to what it actually is that's so true and like going off of goals goals even change like sometimes let's be real let's say you your dream was to do this or whatever right and then you're doing it you don't really like you're not even really happy with it no more but since we're so set in that way we're not ex you're not expressing that you're really not happy there guess what you're gonna stay there and settle there you're not gonna grow but if you are real with yourself you know what this ain't the life i want anymore i want to switch over and do this career wise or business wise whatever um you'll um, I want to say this Staying optimistic You'll be allow yourself To stay optimistic And really express What you really want Out of life You know Things change Every day It's some new idea It's something you want to do You know Learning to express yourself too 
it's a social skill, you know, so even use this at your jobs, business wise, whatever, it just, it just, it, it just applies professionally. Yeah. I mean, before we fully get into the professional aspect of this, I just want to point out the boy Walt. He said, this year is the most I've ever cried and prayed in my life. That sounds like growth to me. Growth. I, I think that's a good thing, honestly. Yeah. Um, and prayer is very important. Yes. Y'all. I'm sorry. I am a woman of God and I am a God fearing woman. <laughs> Like I, my relationship with God goes up and down, but that is something that I definitely still always believe in. So prayer is definitely very important. Yes. Not putting my beliefs on anybody, obviously, but um, it's definitely important to have faith in something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm happy to hear that. I'm sorry that this is the most you've ever cried, but I hope that you're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel um, from all of this. But yes. yeah, going back on topic of um, learning to express yourself, even in a professional setting. So... Yes, we're talking about jobs, but this can be anywhere. You can be at a business event. You can be meeting somebody professional um, in your network who you've always wanted to meet and you don't know how to express yourself. Like, let's be real. This happens, right? Sometimes we get choked up in an interview because we weren't practicing or because we let our negative emotions get the best of us. We get in our head too much. Um, We don't know the right words to say. Like, there's no such thing as right words, first of all. Like, it really is just about what it comes down to with you. Right. Everybody's different. Everybody's going to interview differently, too. But I do think it's something that we need to work on regardless, because when an interviewer is asking us questions, they all not only do they want to know us professionally, but they want to know us as a person, too. Like, how are you going to handle hard times? That's why they ask you that question. Tell me about a conflict and the way you've dealt with it. If you're able to express yourself effectively and let them know that in that situation, you also express yourself effectively. You look better than about 90 percent of other uh, potential employees who are interviewing and not even mentioning that like i don't think we realize how much how important emotions are even in the workplace if you're Mm -hmm. able to contain yourself in the face of adversity when somebody pissed you off maybe you were customer service and you're in a professional setting you kind of have to walk away from that moment but you didn't blow up on that person that's part of you learning when to express yourself because yeah vernisa brought this up that sometimes it's not always the right time to do it and sometimes it is but learning to know the difference is definitely a social skill yeah and like we said earlier the word choice and the tone you know there's a way you can tell somebody got you effed up in like Mm -hmm. a different in a professional way (laughs) you know and I think being able to stand up for yourself even to a boss even to a colleague because honestly in like in a healthy way but to where no one's walking over you you know respect you know I think respect is respect is the word that that we're talking here so it's like you can't even express yourself with that what if they just keep giving you an extra workload and you really can't take it you're gonna have that blow up you're gonna be you know so your mental health comes first I want everyone to understand prioritize your mental health even in a job or a business setting whatever you're doing um you're dealing with clients prioritize your mental health you know i had a conversation with my supervisor this week actually i told her the truth that i was feeling burnt out and i know that's not something you can tell just any supervisor but the moment called for it for me because she noticed something was up with me she pulled me aside she's like hey like i noticed in that meeting you're not really feeling it like what's wrong and i'm that person i'm trying to work on my poker face but like my feelings show if if I'm not feeling something I can't hide it like that that's how I am so I sat down with her I was like look I'm gonna be very real with you and this might get me in trouble but I'm feeling burnt out like there's a lot of changes going on at work so obviously that kind of when it was getting to me but the fact that I was able to tell her that and that was the perfect way for me to express it to myself versus saying like oh you know f this job I'm not feeling it anymore and blah 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 when in reality <laughs> sometimes that is what you want to say right but 
I really just let her know how I was feeling and she heard me out and she's actually trying to make my job a lot easier. Um, she's advocating for me as well. And I felt very heard and seen in that moment. And I feel like sometimes in the workplace, we don't get that. So of course, if you're comfortable with a supervisor or even a coworker, um, shout out to those work besties. Also, Ooh. like if you're able to express yourself with somebody about what's going on at work um, or how you're feeling, like definitely take advantage of that because there, there's nothing like knowing what another person is going through that you might be going through in a professional setting too that's so true because like i got a work bestie like she's my old work bestie but she's still my work bestie even though we don't work together but yeah like it was just it was comforting to have that you know and um, to be able to express yourself to someone and then to know how to move forward when things happen Mm -hmm. and honestly remember all this ties to learn you got to be able to express yourself to yourself so this is with any setting so our jobs family our friends romantic relationships do it with yourself first so you can do it and honestly this relates to self-love because a part of self-love and inner peace is letting those emotions out, you know, in a healthy manner. So being able to stop, uh, prevent them from becoming suppressed emotions. Yeah. Getting to know yourself is the best form of self-love. Like, and you're only going to be able to do that if you're actually being real about your emotions that you're feeling. And then um, probably understand people better, too, when you're able to do that. And ask yourself, why can't you express yourself? Really get down to the question. What I like to do with myself is when I'm going through something and I'm feeling stuck, I just keep asking myself why. Well, you know, I get an answer. Okay, why? And I get another answer. And why? It may get really annoying and kind of repetitive. But when you actually start seeing where those answers are coming from, it's like, oh, dang this goes way deeper than what i just thought was on the surface so don't be afraid to ask yourself that question why can i express myself and when you get that answer ask yourself why and if you feel like it's still not deep enough ask yourself why keep asking yourself why y'all you can't be afraid to ask yourself the hard questions and that way you're going to be less afraid to ask other people the hard questions and trust me you will eventually get your answer like just said it takes some time but when it happens you're just going like then (laughs) you'll know that what to do you know i'm gonna i can't tell you how many times the answers came to me and also like we're gonna say again people aren't mind readers so say how the f you feel and you know let, let's not let it get to anger and resentment you know like just preventing from even getting there because guess what when you're angry and you're you have resentment you suffer not the person yeah. they looking at you crazy when you mad i'm gonna be real you know but when you're feeling everything you're hurt you know and the resentment that's something tight you're holding on to me while the person doesn't even realize or they're just like or they don't care mm-hmm. you know and you're, you're still hurting and holding on to whatever it is if we have not said anything about how we feel whether it's negative or positive we can't be mad at the other person for not knowing and not acting on it like i don't i mean i used to be guilty of that thinking well why doesn't he understand that i just want this and girl you ain't said nothing that's the problem that's why <laughs> like i can't be mad um but expressing yourself goes hand in hand with that communication i know it sounds so well no duh right and <laughs> probably so simple but it's true and like we were saying that expressing yourself has to be effective it can't just be any old words it can't just be you yelling at somebody or thinking that whoever talks the loudest or says the most words is actually the most effective no you can say the simplest sentence and still get your words across and knowing that you've said what you needed to say so if you're practicing on your communication again try and ask yourself those hard questions and ask yourself where your emotions are really trying to come from mm-hmm. yeah communication that's a top tier skill right there you feel me it'll get you through <laughs> and i want to say too sometimes too we have to accept the fact that a person will never will uh uh, express themselves so sometimes we don't we don't need that closure that's real it's okay i saw a tweet that said closure is a scam i like that tweet <laughs> whoever tweeted that shout out to you because it's true like yes. in a day some people just want they want to stay in that cloud and stay like that 
It's fine, boo. Yeah. Baby, it's fine. It's all good. I don't need to hear. I'm good. Yeah. That person clearly don't want to grow. They're going to be making yeah. excuses for themselves their whole lives. And that's okay. We can't be mad at that. As long as you're trying to move forward and you're knowing that you want better, that you want to walk away from that, close it your damn self, right? We oh. have an episode called that. It's oh. episode five, by the way, if y'all want to check that out on our pre-recorded episodes um, where we really get deep into that, talking about closure. Uh, forgive the mic quality on those episodes, yeah, by back the way. In the day. Me and Jim were hurt. <laughs> Yeah, hurt from and then and those in that episode. So we have, we have to revamp that one. Yeah. But sometimes we got to give ourselves the apology we never got. Yeah, no, it's true, and be okay with it, and allow yourself to grow without it. You know. And I want to say this too. Remember, when you express yourself, you are speaking up for yourself. There's a reason we called our show "Speak Up." Speak up, right? So you know <laughs> you owe that to yourself. Remember that. Had to throw in that corny moment for y'all. Oh, it is. They need to. Re- <laughs> they need to remember. It's called "Speak Up." That's right. Shoot, and look out for our next "Acts Up" question too for next week. So that's our that's our segment for these questions. But um, that's right. We love engaging with y'all, yes. whether it's uh you know on social media, in the chat, and on YouTube. Like, lo- yo, the love that we've been receiving lately, that's the best. So please keep it coming. We love learning about y'all, and if there's ever a topic y'all want us to talk about. Please throw it in. You never know. We might actually just make an episode about it. Yes. We appreciate y'all tapping into our 20th episode on the Good News Radio. You can check us out on Instagram at SpeakUpJV. We're on Twitter at SpeakUpJV. Also, check out our pre-recorded content. Our latest episode is called, uh, what is it called? Oh, it's called, uh, Is the Time Right? <laughs> so, yeah, it's called, Is the Time Right? So, we're just talking about, is the time right to, um, you know, let out those emotions. So, tap into that. Where it, um, you can find it on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Pandora, apparently iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. We global. Speak Up is global, yes, okay? Google Podcasts. Yes. We everywhere. Yo. Yes, so make sure y'all tap in. You can check me out on Instagram at Vernisa. That's V is in Victor, E R N I S A. And you can find me at Jen with the flowers. It's spelled exactly the way it sounds. Yes, so um, we will be tapping in with y'all next Thursday at 7 p.m. We have a special guest in a bit, uh, next week. So make sure y'all tap in and tell your friends, download the app, and engage in the chat. We love y'all. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.